0: I'm walking through the wet grass here in the park next to the remains of the city wall and the old castle here in Wageningen. On my left is uh, the canal that circles around the city and was also part of the defenses of the city. And it is very early in the morning. Well, at least it's early for a Saturday morning. I w- woke up at, uh, at 715 got my breakfast, set my prayers, and now I'm walking outside. The sun is warm, which is really nice because we've had so much rain and bad weather for the past week. It caused, as you may have seen on the news, many problems in the southern part of the country and in parts of Belgium and Germany. Here in the center of the the country, it's relatively safe. Although... As you know, there's also a river here, not far from the city, but uh, I think we're going to be okay. Oh, look at these swans. There are one, two, three, four, five, six young swans and one older swan. Oh, and here's a little kitty. Hey. Hello. (laughs) Hello. A beautiful cat and now she's lying in the sun <laughs> on her back just enjoying the temperature hey you're gonna just enjoy the nice warm weather right yeah beautiful stripes like grey and orange on her on her back I haven't seen Arturo this morning usually when the sun starts shining he, uh, he finds a spot on the first floor of the house and then just uh, seeks out a balcony and bakes in the sun (laughs) he's not a very active cat (laughs) he's older than this one and so he likes his days quiet (laughs) and simple as long as we feed him he's happy so I'm I'm, uh, I'm having a good week it's uh it's the first week after the, the many weeks of filming that I could um, step back into my old rhythm. And I think it's the first time since I moved, actually, that I feel like I'm finally back in in a type of uh, daily rhythm that is really beneficial for me. And one of the ways in which I try to reinforce that is by... Uh, reverting to what helped me form regular habits, um, when I was still living in, uh, in my former rectory. And that was a, an, it's actually an app that I use for that called Habitica. So it's H-A-B-I-T-I-C-A. Habitica, of course, from, from the word habits. And it's, um, it's a fun little app. I think it's available both for Android and for iOS, which enables you to um, set all sorts of habits, both incidental habits, things you want to do more. Here's another cat. It's like Cat Central this morning. This is a black one running around chasing an imaginary prey, probably. Oh, I think he was... I hear a bird in panic. He's probably chasing a a duck or something like that. Um, So you can set things like fold the laundry or another tiny habit that I've implemented uh, for two weeks now is uh, doing two push-ups every time I leave my room or every time I enter my room, I, I do... Uh, two push-ups, and then start with that. And of course, you get stronger. So this week, I'm doing four push-ups. And then next week, I'll try to do eight. And that is how, <clears throat> just by creating these smaller habits, I can uh, hopefully improve uh, my upper body strength a little bit and get ready for more serious um, strength training, which was recommended to me when I was doing the test at uh, the former monastery that I talked about in one of my other shows where I did uh, a health check and one of the things that was pretty clear is that I needed to focus more on my overall health uh, because especially my, uh, the distribution of weight and fat in my body is really not healthy and can cause, to, uh, uh, it can cause all sorts of... Um, Heart problems if if that would last longer. I've never been here. This is a small road, again, on the right side of the of the canal here. And I wonder where it ends. I'm surrounded on the left by small trees and bushes, and here on the right by bigger trees. Oh wow! It opens up here, and I can see that the water in the canal is now covered with the. Uh, water lilies with beautiful yellow flowers and uh, oh and there's a nest with water birds in the middle of those of those uh, of those lilies and two birds are, uh, are are sleeping there well actually they're quite vigilant <laughs> this one is eyeing me a little bit so maybe they're, they're brooding maybe they have eggs there here is uh, a building with a staircase next to it. And hearing, I'm hearing a ventilation. So maybe this is uh, housing, uh, uh, I don't know, maybe a pump or something for uh, the water management. I actually really don't know. I'm walking over the roof of it down to the other side where the staircase goes down again. And you can also use the app to um, to remind you of daily habits. And what I try to do is to, to, to create habits that establish a rhythm. Because I know that that, for me, always works really well. Oh wow, there is even a fountain here in the canal on my right side in the distance. I've never seen that one either. The city is... Really pretty in the summertime, and calm. I mean, you hardly hear any traffic at this time of the day. There are some pedestrians, some people on bikes, some, some children already playing outside. But it's just mostly quiet and birds. And yet, I'm still walking in this uh, in this street. I'm turning to the left. I'm going to follow this curve in the road up the the slope of the dike and then I'm going to uh, see how far I can walk in the direction of the river. I wouldn't be surprised if the, the, the overflow area in front of the river is actually quite uh, swampy because of the rising waters. This is part of the Rhine so it is uh, ultimately also going to uh, to swell to grow, because of the uh, uh, huge amounts of water approaching us from the south, but i don 't think that there is a big risk for it to overflow and reach the city because this dike is actually uh, quite quite high, quite tall, so this road is closed, beautiful blue, purple, bluish flowers. Fantastic. Like, the, there used to be a road here, or there actually is a road, but right now it's closed, so it's maybe because of the birds. This is, a, I think, an, a natural reserve. You hear the bells of the of the church in the center of the city. But now this entire valley that stretches out all the way to the the sides of the river is covered in flowers and uh, it's one of the newer policies in the Netherlands to leave to leave all that you know all these wild flowers um, in the past they would mow it down after a while um, because we, we like tidiness I being. <laughs> this was a group of cyclists um, it's usually around this time that everybody is every, when watching the Tour de France you get a lot of people that uh, want to emulate that and step on their bikes um, so anyway just a few years ago um, especially biologists started to alert us to the fact that if you leave the flowers it's very beneficial for the overall ecosystem and uh, uh, especially the butterflies I mean there are hundreds of butterflies here on my right most of them are uh, the usual orange ones very bright ones but also smaller yellow ones and a few white ones and they're all of course feeding on the on the flowers uh, and spreading um the seeds or the what is it yeah i guess also the seeds i don't actually i don't know i'm not a butterfly so i don't know how that works um this this road here that goes down on the right side actually is still accessible there is a, a wooden passage that remains closed to keep the uh the wild uh, animals mostly the bigger you know brown cows with the horns etc let me just open this and then it it closes automatically or it just kind of falls down the the gate is uh, sloped so you can push it but then the door will automatically fall back and close it off because of course you don't want cattle to enter the city (laughs) i'm now walking over uh, a a path a small path uh, mostly muddy and there is a creek on my right and it's it's feasible, it's not as wet as I expected it to be. <clears throat> Although here on my left, it's definitely swampy. You can see that these trees are now standing in water, whereas a few weeks ago when I was walking here, that part was completely dry. So it's definitely getting more, more wet here. Oh wow, <laughs> this is totally different from a few weeks ago. So on my left and on my right, is um the the plants have grown to taller than my size so i'm i'm trying to walk through them um and of course there are some puddles with water and mud that i have to step over and this must be because of all the rain and the warmer temperatures that this is growing so fast in the winter, there's nothing here. It's just grass. <laughs> Amazing. I love to be in outside in nature, and it's it's just one of those things that I feel so privileged to be able to do. Uh, now I can walk to the left, and I think that will take me to the wooden bridge, or I can continue straight on. That will get me closer to the river. And I think last time I was here, I took the left. So now I'll just move on. I'll go straight on and see if there's a way to, to uh, find that bridge from here, from using this one. That's one of the things I like to do a lot when I'm walking or on my bike or uh, or running. Is to try to uh, discover all the, the new itineraries. I'm, I'm just still... ...getting to know the, the region... ...and it's, it's so beautiful here... There's, a, ...there's almost every type of... ...landscape that we have in the Netherlands... ...can be found here... ...including hills... ...not really mountains... ...but still... <laughs> ...it's... Uh, ...there are... There are uh, rem- ...remnants of... ...ice ages here... ...so... Uh, ...huge mountains... of or rivers of ice... Thousands and thousands of years ago flowed through this landscape, and they created uh, these these chains of hills in various parts of this area and uh, I love those <laughs> Just i love I love it when the the countryside is not flat because I come from a very flat part of the Netherlands where um, I don't know there is something about mountains that has fascinated me since I was young and now to live in an area where you have hills and small mountains it's it's amazing i do have to get used to those hills though yesterday i was uh running uh a training distance so i'm still preparing i can go to the right but that will be a dead end because there is a factory there and a harbor so i won't be able to continue there But if I go to the left, ah, I can already see the wooden bridge in the distance crossing the uh, Nether Rhine. I think that's how this river is called. So um, I'm I'm preparing for for a marathon that is scheduled for the third week of October. I think the 25th, if I'm not mistaken. Um, It's the Marathon of Rotterdam that... uh, I hoped to run last year, but because of COVID, it was cancelled. It was postponed uh, to the to the fall, and then it was cancelled again. Now it's scheduled for this fall, but we're still not out of the woods when it comes to the pandemic. So I I'm not certain that it will uh, that it will happen, but it gives me uh, a goal to train for, and so I've started to. Um, follow my my one of my favorite training methods which is created by this american runner i think he's american or canadian uh, hal higdon and i've been training for m- almost all of my half and full marathons using his uh, his method so i figured since it's it's been 3 years since i ran my last marathon I needed something reliable, and I know that this method for me works really well. It's not gonna, uh, I'm not going to train for a very fast time. Although I did, for the first time, use an app uh, that is based on his method. And uh, hello, good morning. These two people are spotting birds. They have impressive looking camera lenses. To try to photograph the various birds that nest in in this uh, in this nature natural habitat, uh, so I'm using the app, which is actually even better than the, the just the printout schedule that I used to use because this one monitors your uh, your actual results and then adapts itself to uh, to fine-tune the actual training distances and speeds that it recommends. Uh, Oh, what was that? I heard a a boop, boop, like water. Maybe it was a frog jumping in in a pool. Is this where I need to go? It's getting warm, as I'm constantly in the sun. I should have taken my hat with me. Um, Oh, well, I'm not going to complain. It's humid though because it's been raining so much and the heat is uh causing the humidity the humidity to rise so maybe later this weekend <laughs> I'm going to complain quite a bit more let's climb over this bridge uh so my for a goal time Hello. Uh, someone walking his dog his beautiful Labrador dog here. Um, now, this, this slope goes down very steeply, so I gotta walk carefully. And then there is another fence to keep out the, the cattle. Oop, there is a lot of mud on the other side. Uh, let me open that, how do I get over this mud? Oh my goodness. Ew. Okay, I should have taken. I should have put on my walking shoes. All right, let's see. Ugh. Oh my. Okay. <laughs> I will probably have to clean my shoes when I get back home. Uh, there was no way to avoid the mud. Now I'm walking over grass. Uh, so. Uh, I started a little bit too late with the marathon training. I should have started three weeks ago. I did do some running though. And I'm, I'm actually, I'm all right. I, I'm built for running, I still believe. But I think it had an, uh, an unexpected res- uh, effect on me. So I was, I was training yesterday. And I'd been running for a week. And I really felt that I was uh, doing fine. A little bit more out of breath than i should have been uh if i'd started three weeks ago but still i was able to run every um every distance that the app was telling me to do what i did not take into account was that running here always takes you up hills and so yesterday i had to run nine and a half kilometers um, at a steady pace like 6.3 minutes per kilometer um, and around kilometer four, I was I was running in the woods towards Benekom, the town where I where I will live once the rectory is ready. And I felt this sharp pain in the in my calf, in my right calf. Oh wow, this is overgrown as well. This path. Let me see. Fortunately. This is uh I'm wearing long trousers <laughs> otherwise I may get uh, uh not well I may get stung by the thorn the prickly plants here on both sides I have to carefully watch where I'm walking because all this is very muddy and small All right going up the hill again Wow it's warm <laughs> temperatures are suddenly rising and I think it's also because I'm in uh, out in the open and this there's just more more humidity here than in the city oh whoa check that out there is a group of wild horses at least a dozen white horses most brown few ones are grey and white they're just standing there (laughs) Relaxing, but there is no fence between me and, and the horses. Now, of course, they will not pose a threat, but I wouldn't like to have this with uh, some of the bigger cows that are walking around here, or bulls, even worse, because I know that there are some of those grazing here, too. Um, oh, boy, I'm going to take off my my shirt here. Well, not my shirt, but my pullover. It's really too warm. Oh, let me put the microphone on the on the ground here for a sec. <laughs> uh, there we go. Oops, that's better. No. and I picked the microphone up again. Woo! Oh yes, this is so much better. <laughs> um. So I I immediately stopped because. I realized that I probably, I probably overtrained because I was constantly going uphill, and my calves are just not strong enough. So, quickly Googled what to do, and and most of the advice pointed in the same direction: just rest, uh, don't continue running because it will get worse. Do some exercises to strengthen your calf muscles. Take a few days off. Uh, massage the area that hurts. Because it's just basically um, the muscle is tensing up it um because it's it's being stretched a little bit too too quickly. Um so today I was supposed to run another nine and a half mile uh, nine and a half kilometers and instead I'm just doing my walk here. And even that is probably uh it's well, it's I don't know if it's wise or not, but yeah, I should be careful, let's put it that way. And the rest of the day, I'll be sitting at my desk, working at my computer anyway. So a little bit of movement is is still good. So I'm taking it easy. um, And that's just part of focusing more on my overall health. Uh, Another habit that I'm trying to uh, establish is uh, uh, eating at regular intervals... And I try to eat very healthy. I've started to count calories again, uh, and it helps for me to uh, to think before I start cooking. And so I've, um, of course, I'm, I still live in Father Henry's rectory, so I'm not always fully in control of my environment. But I was able to uh, carve out uh, some space in the fridge for. The ingredients that I need to cook healthy, mostly vegetables and uh, uh, some protein, eggs and some lean meat. Um, but I also try to cook a vegetarian meal uh, a few times a week, just to uh, to to diminish my food intake. <laughs> mostly, that is that's the most important thing that I can do and the easiest one to accomplish here's another fence here open that and then there you go it's closed i'm now on the terrain of uh, what used to be Ooh, look at these these uh uh what you call them these these, these small fruits uh, berries that are Growing here on my left, they're all still green, but I've never seen this many of them. They will probably be ripe in two weeks from now, and <laughs> this is a this would be a great place to go collect them because there are I've never seen this many. Good morning. morning. We we'll still have to keep our distance um, and and maintain. Uh, one and a half meters when I'm passing by people. So they were waiting for me to uh, to pass by. So this here on my left is um, a building that was used for pottery. And it's a very strange building. It's a square. It's got like four, um, looks like pyramids almost, um, that are uh, forming a block, a square block. And then in the center is this huge chimney That is, uh... Well, I'd say at least 20 meters. Oh, and here's a dead... What is that? Oh, it's, um... A mole. A dead mole. I was like, is that a rat? No, it doesn't have a tail. So it's a mole. Maybe... Maybe he was just, uh... Caught by a dog or or a cat. Um... But now, of course, this is no longer in use as a factory. The the chimney was there because they were um, hardening the stones and whatnot. So I think they would... uh, Yeah, I guess this is a stone factory, or they would just take the clay and then heat it up and then form stones and tiles and that sort of stuff, but it's no longer in use. But now it's it's still a monument of a certain era in the development of this uh, part of the country and so they have refurbished it and now artists are uh, are working there they have their um, their their workspaces and so there's always uh, there are always people outside and inside it's a nice way to um, to make use of, uh, of an old building what was I talking about? food <laughs> so um, my ideal is ultimately to have a super fridge and it's not its not a technog- technologically advanced fridge or anything like that but I saw this on TikTok and it is uh, a fridge where you store f- ingredients for the entire week and it's all neatly stacked in, in identical boxes uh, you know uh, veggies by veggies and meat by meat so that if you open the fridge, you're not tempted to eat just anything, but you have ingredients to quickly prepare a healthy meal. And I loved how how symmetrical everything looked in the example that I saw. I was like, oh, okay, I think I could work with that, especially when I'm trying to uh, lose weight and get back to my, to my older form. Having pre-prepared meals for most of the day uh, and most of the week would be very beneficial and, and fun also. I like organization. So that is, that's not possible right now with a fridge that is used by multiple people in the house. But I'm, I'm still trying to do as much as I can to make sure that for my style of cooking, for the type of food that I want to focus on in the next couple of months, I have the ingredients ready for preparation. Um, there's a helicopter flying there that may be part of Ooh wow now the landscape is opening up on my right and I can tell that the river is so much higher than it used to be and it's also the water is, This the current is very strong oh this is a huge difference I think two weeks ago I was walking around near the border of the water and the part that is completely flooded now, this is where people would be sunbathing. And I think I followed actually this path here in front of me. Oh, actually, no, because there's barbed wire. But a, f- a little bit uh, closer to the factory, I think there's a small road. Um, but it's completely flooded now. I see one boat on the water, and it's, uh, it's going upstream. And you can tell by the waves it's creating that. And the, I can even hear the engine sound. The boat has to work hard to uh, to go upstream. Wow. Oh, wow. This And you know what? So I'm standing on a dike. And on my left is the rest of the overflow area that is even lower. But if the water rises another meter this road on which I'm standing now would be uh, inaccessible, would be underwater, and then the water would flow over. And then you'd have about a meter and a half here on my left. Now, I've heard that in some areas in the south, the water has risen three meters above normal uh, levels. So it's not unthinkable that this overflow area would get flooded. And then I hope that the horses and the cows that are living there um, have patches where they can uh, get away from the from the water. But just goes to show that even here, the water has risen tremendously. I'm quite I'm, I'm quite shocked, actually. Oh, look at this! Here is a um, I'm not sure what the English word is. It is a a closure where uh, the river itself, of course, is a very high level. And then there is a tunnel under the road here. And then on the other side, you can tell that the water level there is at least two meters lower. Wow. So I guess that they can open this, 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 uh, I really don't know the word. It's very common here in the Netherlands. Um, It's basically a gate for the water. Uh, If if they want to uh, use the overflow area in a controlled way, they will probably use this one to flush the water into the overflow area on my left. There's a house here on the left, but it's slightly more elevated than the rest of the country surrounding it. So these people should probably be fine, although... If this road gets flooded, then they'll have water in the house as well. Let's hope it doesn't get to that. Yeah. So I'm uh, cooking healthy. I'm counting my calories and it immediately started to pay off. Um, so I, I weigh myself in the morning at the same time every day. And I've got the, the, these um, digital scales that sent the data to an app on my phone so I can monitor what's truly going on. It also measures uh, all sorts of other things like um, how much water my body is retaining, uh, the amount of muscle, bone mass, um, uh, internal fat, etc. And even though the values are still, um, well, not alarming, but definitely are signaling me to, uh, to, to lose weight and to get fit and uh, especially try to uh, reduce the amount of fat, uh, the percentage of fat in my body. It's still, after a week, already showing a lot of promise. This, this method works, and it's, I know it works, because I've tried it, I've, I've used it many times in the past as well. So I've lost about 2.5 kilos, in a very short time and I hope that by the end of this weekend I'll be below 80 kilos I want to go down to 66 which is the um, that would be like a, a very good uh, weight for me to have uh, considering my age my uh, body type and my length so I still have to lose 14 kilos which is 28 pounds that's a lot <laughs> but I know that I can do it plus one of, one of the reasons uh, or additional motivation for me to lose all that weight is that the less you weigh the faster you can run so it'll be a lot less stressful on my joints and my muscles and my legs to run a marathon weighing only 66 kilos I'm not sure if I can do that because there's only there's only uh, two and a half months left I'm going to give it a try. I'll see how far I can get. But it's all this—the the results that I'm getting are all thanks to these habits that I've been implementing. And another uh, thing that Habitika really helped me with is to have consistency in praying. Um, as you know, as a priest, I pray the the breviary, the liturgy of the hours, and if you don't connect that with other habits or moments of the day then it is really hard to do that and i've learned from the book tiny habits that if if you want something but you're unable to establish it as a routine there there are a few things you can do one of them is to attach a new habit to an existing habit that uh, it, because it helps you to you don't have to put any energy into uh, developing this habit. It's, it's what I do with. Uh, once I, every time I enter my room, I do two push-ups. It's automatic now. Every morning when I wake up and I put my two feet on the ground, I tell myself it's going to be a great day. Or somehow this is going to be a great day on days that I feel less uh, energetic. Um, so that method of connecting new habits to old existing habits really worked for me. And these, the second thing you can do, if it's difficult to start a new routine, is to make it smaller, make it easier. So one of the, one of the things that I do is I switch back from English to French. But like, I'm using the app iBrevery, which is uh, available in a number of languages. And for a long time, I've been praying the, the brevery in, uh, in English. Because I was using the same app for the international mass, and of course I needed the English text for that more there's another bird uh, watcher with uh, binoculars and an, and a, a camera with a huge lens <laughs> that must be like a two hundred fifty millimeter lens or something like that amazing must must cost a fortune and and weigh a ton. Um, <clears throat> Hey, this is new. I've never seen this. There, There's another fence here. Oh, look at that beautiful butterfly sitting here on the side of the fence. <clears throat> this is a bird breeding area. So this actually confirms what I was thinking earlier on, that this part is un- inaccessible during the springtime because of all the birds that are nesting here. So it says you could actually walk here, but starting uh July the 15th. So that would be today? Let me check. Uh, oh yeah, like 2 days ago it opened up. So most of the birds are done breeding. So I might explore that uh, at a later date. Never been in this part of the uh of the area. So um Uh, the the second method to implement new routines is to make it easier. The easier something is, the less friction it will cause, the easier, the less willpower you need uh, for it to actually happen. And that is true for the super fridge as well. I make it much easier to eat healthy because I've got the ingredients ready to go. It would be even easier if I would pre-prepare my meals. But by lowering the threshold, so to say... It's it's much more accessible, and once you have a little bit of a routine, then you can start building up on it. Like I do with the push-ups. Like I start with two push-ups this week. I'm doing four. Next week I'm gonna do eight, which I can't do right now. But I'm getting stronger, so over time, I'll develop the muscle strength to do to do that. And and for spiritual life, it's kind of the same method that I'm using. Um, like the one of the issues that I have with uh, the Liturgy of the Hours is when you are super busy and your, your days are uh, very irregular in, in a sense that, you know, there are days that I have to go out filming and you've got all the travel that is involved in that. Um, you're, I'm usually completely wiped out after a day uh, of filming. And so you don't have much willpower left. You don't have much energy left. And then to carve out extra time... Uh, for prayer is very hard, uh, and because it, it takes time, right? Now, one of the things that I did was, since I'm in this, uh, these, uh, these, these these next couple of weeks are going to be very busy, um, in the sense that I will have to uh, edit two TV episodes every week for for another five weeks. Uh, there is not much margin there. So, in, or- in order to uh, make it easier to pray, I switched from, uh, from English to French. Because French is kind of my second native language. And I learned how to pray in French. So, it's much easier for me to focus on the text in French than it is in English. I know it sounds weird, but it's th- that's how it works. Like, I've got an immediate connection with French when it comes to prayer. Um, and the second thing is I switched from vocalized prayer to non-vocalized prayer. So instead of reading the psalms and the text out loud, which you would normally do, for instance, when you're in uh, praying the Liturgy of the Hours in a group with a community, I switch to just reading it internally. So, And that makes it also much less of a strain. At least for me, it's, I don't know, maybe, maybe different for... Some people love to, to pray in, in a community... Um, but we, for me, with the liturgy of the hours, I, I always have preferred to pray it alone, and uh, and so again, it makes it much easier for me to just say my prayers at these various moments of the day, and they are all linked to uh, to the moments that I have breakfast. Or actually, the first prayer is the the longest one; it's the the, the readings, um, and. Uh, that is the one that mostly, most of the time got cancelled when, when, when my days were just too busy. But by, say, by, by reading these texts in a non-vocalized manner and doing those the moment I wake up... So I, my morning routine is this. Ideally, so I'm getting there because I woke up this morning at 7.15, but ideally um, I will wake up at 6. I will go to bed at 10, I'll wake up at 6... I wake up, put my feet on the floor, I say today is going to be a great day, I go to the toilet, I do my push-ups, then I go down to the kitchen and I make myself a cup of coffee. I'm not doing anything fancy, I'm actually drinking Scottish coffee, which is uh, <laughs> instant coffee. Then I go back up the stairs, in the meantime the coffee starts to work, I sit in a chair next to my desk and I say the first... The, the prayer of the readings then I go dress I put on my running shoes my running clothes I go out for my training for my uh, exercise and I try to burn 500 calories and on days that I can't run because every once in a while you need to rest in order to what was that? Oh, it's a bike um uh on those days, I'd, I'd at least try to go for a walk or something like that in order to uh, to burn 500 calories. Then, once I get back, I take a shower and I say my morning prayer and then I get breakfast. Um, I keep breakfast very simple. I try to lower the calorie intake uh, for breakfast and normally I would eat just regular whole wheat bread with uh, some cheese or an egg or something like that. For the moment, I'm just switching to protein veggies. So this morning I prepared uh, some pak choy, added some oyster sauce and then an omelet. I mixed in some some eggs to create a a veggie omelet. That'll usually fill me up until lunchtime, but it's only 150 calories in total. Um, Then... After that, I've got two work sessions. And this is still um, a, a residual experience from uh, my recovery of, of long COVID. I break up my work into smaller smaller sessions. So it's uh, uh, two hours of work followed by about 20 minutes of rest. And then another two hours. And even now, what I'm going to try to do with um, editing, because I... I was a bit in a rut this week. I tried to, um, to write voiceovers. And, but I'm just not fired up. I'm not in the flow yet. And I think that this is part of the transition between this very, very active t- uh, time and now a more... It's not passive, but it's definitely more sedentary lifestyle behind a computer. So my brain just needed some time to adapt itself. So in order to help me focus even more starting today, I'm going to use the Pomodoro Technique, which is um, uh, a little timer that you start and then you try to focus on one thing only during 25 minutes. Then you take a short micro break and then you press the timer again. That has worked wonders in the past. You can also apply that to other things like administration or what I recently also implemented as a habit is a 10-minute Cleanup session. So uh, I need a clean environment to help me focus. A cluttered desk is terrible because every time you look down uh, to your mouse or keyboard, you see the clutter on your desk and it clutters up my brain. So I take... But I don't like cleaning up every day. So what I do is I take 10 minutes, press a timer, and for 10 minutes, I try to clean up the room as much as possible. And then it's done. You know, I'm not going to clean the the room anymore for the rest of the day just having that little timer helps me to focus and actually i get um usually most of my room clean uh 10 minutes is a lot if you work consistently and 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 with focus so uh um, by the way i'm back in the city now as you may be able to tell from the sounds here some cars it's still very quiet but it's getting warmer and warmer so then after these two working sessions, uh, it's time for uh, my uh, afternoon break, for uh, lunch. Before I go down, like 10 minutes before, I get an alarm on my on my phone and I know it's time for um, the midday prayer. Then, that takes 5 to 10 minutes, then I go downstairs, get my, my lunch, I try to make it a little bit more consistent, more fiber and then um i take about half an hour to just relax and sometimes i will just watch netflix or something like that um so i i i try to really reset my mind by doing something that is not work related at all so i that's why uh, oftentimes i'm a little bit behind with uh, series like loki uh that i'm commenting upon for the for the patron feed uh i barely have the time nowadays to watch a full episode because that takes about an hour but instead I'll just watch half of it and then the next lunch break I'll, the next day I'll watch the end of it and I can still you know just switch off my mind and then the, the rest of the afternoon is uh, again two working sessions of two hours approximately um, followed by evening prayers and and then dinner and dinner is the most that's a tough one, not because of my discipline, but because of the discipline in the house. Uh, dinner can be here at any moment of the day, starting at around 5.30 until 11 o'clock in the evening. And it is still it's hard for me, because I, I like to cook for everyone who's there, and sometimes they will cook, but I, I cannot allow myself to to uh, switch these times around because it will break my the, my flow it, it it's actually really hurts my productivity if I don't have these stable hours so now usually I start cooking at 6 I warn Father Henry that if he wants to eat with me um, it's, going, it's going to be around half past 6 and if he's not there then it's fine I'll leave some stuff that he can heat up later or he'll have to eat whenever he wants to and and even then it's still hard because Father Henry has a lot of pastoral uh, obligations so the other yesterday I had prepared uh, an Indian curry uh, with cauliflower rice. I'll give you the recipe in uh, <laughs> in Father Roderick to the max uh the show for patrons if you don't know what that is um and so I had everything prepared because Father Henry told me that he had to leave at 7. Now, I was cooking, and he says, Oh, you're cooking? Well, I'll just go and say my prayers. He walks into the church, and then (laughs) lots of people need him. And so I have everything ready. Dinner is waiting on the table, and Father Henry is nowhere to be found. So I give him a call. He doesn't answer his phone. And I'm like, "Ah, what am I going to do? It was 10 minutes to 7. So even if he arrives now, we're going to have to eat in a rush. And it's just, this is not good for me. <laughs> I, need, uh, I need some time also to eat. For me, uh, dinner is also a time that I kind of wind down. Now, if I don't mind eating by myself. I've done that for most of my life. But then I would read something or listen to an audiobook book or, or follow the news or something like that. But uh, now it's like, is he going to come or not? Well, ultimately he and then He arrived, and so he had uh, someone who uh, uh, wanted to to, uh, do a confession. So that's fine. But I was like, okay, next time I'm just going to make sure that I tell him I'm eating at 6.30. Um, And it's fine if that's not possible for you, but I have to maintain my own rhythm for things to work. Otherwise, mm, you know, before you know it, my life will be all over the place and it's hurting my productivity and I need to focus on my productivity right now because of the, um, the goal that I have to finish my TV work before I go on vacation to France. So, and then uh, after dinner, what I try to do, one thing I didn't mention here, and it's because I failed to make it work, is to read 100 pages. I normally try to stop working at 5 and then have about an hour to, uh, to fast read one of the books, because I'm still trying to read 64 books this year, and I'm so far behind. It's not irrecoverable, but I need to, to really carve out some time to read. Um, so I try to establish that routine, do it before evening prayer, and it just, for some reason, doesn't work. It's usually because I cannot finish my, my regular work in time. So instead, I'm doing that after dinner. Which is harder because then I get sleepy. <laughs> but um, I take one hour to read a book or listen to an audiobook. Most of the time nowadays, I'm listening to an audiobook because it's uh, uh, it's easier for me to stay awake. And then, then it's basically up in the air. I can do whatever I want, uh, but I try to uh, maybe watch a movie or uh, or just talk with Father Henry or Luigi. So having some social time in the evening, that's fine. Because there is no pressure anymore. And then I try to start, stop staring at screens at around 9.30 so I can be in bed and sleep at 10. That's also something that's still a work in progress. I'm not there yet. But I'm pretty confident that I will be able to get there. So there you go. This is, uh, I'm back at the rectory here. And it's uh, really hot. So I need to get inside, start working on my TV shows that's that's my routine it it can be sometimes slightly different depending on if i have to whether i have to record a podcast or do other administrative work or go to directory uh, to help with renovations but in general this is kind of what i'm striving at and hopefully i've been able to share some tricks and tools that i'm using that may be helpful for you as well thanks for listening Uh, For those of you that support me through Patreon, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And um, thanks for the privilege of your time. Have a wonderful day. Stay safe. And we'll talk soon. God bless.